All right. Hi, y'all. Welcome to another episode. Believe it or not, it has been two months since my last uh, episode, so I apologize. But a lot has happened to me. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of shit in the middle. Okay, so um, I had surgery about 30 days ago. Um, I had surgery in Rochester. I was lucky as shit. My mother uh, was able to fly in from Texas um, to um, hang out with me for that weekend, right? She drove me back and forth to Rochester. Um, and, uh, she was with me and, uh, she rubbed my feet and it's actually hilarious because I hate when people touch my feet. Like I hate feet in general, fucking hate my own feet. Right. So my mother like drives me up. She's fucking awesome. Love my mother. Right. Anyway, so she drives me up. They sit me down like in the little gurney, right. They're doing like my blood pressure, all that kind of shit, getting ready for the IV. Right. You know, talking about the procedure, um, taking my phone away, all sorts of random shit, giving my mom instructions. Right. So my mom's with me the whole time. Right. So my blood pressure is like fucking off of the chart. It's like one. 160 over something, right? And my blood pressure is actually kind of low. I don't know why, but it's good. It's like in a healthy range. I'm usually always, usually always under 120 over 80. It's usually like 117 over 70 or whatever. Anyway, so, um, they were looking at my blood pressure and they were like, wow, it's really high. Are you nervous? And I'm like, yes, motherfucker. I'm fucking nervous. I was like, uh, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, and of course I gave, you know, the surgical team like a recap. I was like, uh, you know, Irby of Iraq, the dog that I fucking love and miss every day, she died under anesthesia. So I'm not saying I'm going to die under anesthesia, but I don't feel comfortable about the surgery, right? I'm 50 and a half, you know, the only other surgery I've had in my life, I was like an infant, I wasn't quite a year, it was on my stomach, I don't fucking remember it. So I'm a little freaked out right now, right? So my blood pressure is really high, and like the surgical team's really nice, and they're like, we get it, we get it. So they lower the, you know, they lower the lights. Um, They're like, are you warm? Are you cold? Whatever. They're trying to get me to relax. I'm laying down in the fucking little bed, right? Just stress the fuck out, right? Like, um... And I'm like, no, I mean, I'll be okay. Just give me like a fucking minute, you know? So my mom is one of the nicest, sweetest people on the fucking planet. Is just like, you know what always works for me? So she immediately goes to my feet and I have socks on, right? And she's like rubbing my feet. And I'm like, mom, please stop. Like, I, I hate when people touch my feet. You may not remember this because you don't see me, you know, every day. Obviously, you live in Texas, I live in New York, but I fucking hate when people touch my feet. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You never get a pedicure. And I'm like, no, a fucking pedicure to me is like fucking hell on earth. I was like, I don't want anybody to touch my feet. I don't like my feet, right? I don't like anybody feet. So the nurse is like laughing as she's like looking at my blood pressure because my blood pressure is getting higher, right? And so my mom's just like, but it really works for me. So she keeps rubbing my feet. And I'm like, oh, so I love my mother. So my blood pressure is like skyrocketing, right? So I let my mother rub my feet because it's making her feel better. Even though I feel like shit, it's making her feel better. So I'm like, okay, continue, right? So I'm stressed out. The nurse looks at me, looks at my mom, and she's like, you're going to let her continue. And my mom's like, it'll work for her eventually. <laughs> cute as shit um anyway so like I said I'm giving them like a recap of why I'm so uncomfortable I was just like you know my my dog died under anesthesia I'm not saying you're gonna kill me today under anesthesia I just I just can't relax you know I'm like I'm nervous I'm a little bit of an overthinker um I'm wondering if I should even have the surgery what if something goes wrong like I know the surgeon's awesome he's like won all sorts of awards like I totally get it but I'm like I'm freaking the fuck out right and people are rubbing my feet right now so it was like hysterical right anyways my mom but you know Anyway, so they're like, you know, they're trying to like reassure me, calm me down. I'm talking to 69, you know, like over text message. And I think the phone a little bit. And he's just like, it'll be okay. You know, he was like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, obviously I'll talk to your mom or you like when things are over, things are gonna be good. And I'm like fucking freaking the fuck out. Right. So next thing I know, like the anesthesiologist guy comes over, he introduces himself. He's like really charming and friendly. And he's like, okay, so I hear you're a little nervous. And I'm like, yes, motherfucker, I'm fucking nervous. And like my shoulders are like fucking solid. Right. 
right? I mean, they're solid because they're muscular, but I mean, they're solid because I'm like, fuck, right? All stressed out. So he's like, I get it. So he tells me this like funny story. And I remember laughing, but I remember not hearing or retaining one word he said. He was just charming. And I'm like, whatever, you know, whatever, get this over with, right? So he gives me like an IV in my right hand. And of course I'm staring because I'm a little bit of a baby with needles, right? Um, I don't scream or cry. I just have to like watch the needle go in my fucking arm. I don't know. I'm like weird. Anyway, so he's like going through the IV and he's like, okay. So he's like explaining what's going to happen. He's just like, we're going to start to take you out in a couple minutes. Um, and he was like, we're going to put, um, put you in a more comfortable room. You know, um, he was like, and we'll go, go ahead and get started with, you know, the surgery, the surgery will take about 90 minutes. He was like, uh, your mom will be here waiting for you, blah, 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 whatever. Right. So he's going through the instructions. I'm like, okay, uh-huh, whatever. So he gives me the IV cause you know, I'm fucking staring at it. Right. It's in my, it's in my fucking arm or my hand, wrist, whatever the fuck. So I'm like watching it. Right. And then that's it. Like my mom like hugs me. She thankfully stops rubbing my feet. She hugs me, gives me a kiss to forehead, fucking love forehead kisses. And she's like, okay, I'll see you soon. And I'm like, okay, mom, love you, whatever, right? So literally like, I'm just like, uh freaked out, right? And I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm, I'm just nervous. Like, I'm nervous about the anesthesia. I'm nervous if like the, the hip surgery is worse. Like, I'm just freaked out. Like, if they can't get scrappy out, like I'm freaked out, right? So literally, I'm in the bed, right? Feeling helpless and stressed the fuck out. They're wheeling me. And literally, like, by the time like my bed turned the corner in the hallway, I was completely fucking out, right? Like, I was out quick like there was no mask on my face it was literally just like oh my god this is terrible I don't want to have this done and then bam I'm fucking out like a light switch right so I wake up you know 90 minutes later right how the fuck do I know but I wake up (laughs) in a different bed (laughs) in a different room and I'm like half up half down like they have like my my neck and head up but the rest of my body is like kind of laying flat I'm kind of like in a recliner I guess almost bed kind of anyway so my mom's like right there and I hear her on the phone and I, I swear I heard 69's voice unless I just wanted to hear that. But all I heard was a male voice say, is she okay? Right. And so my mom was like, yeah, she's okay. And then I'm like waking up, like, where the fuck am I? Cause I'm in a different room. Right. And then a couple of female nurses come over really cute women, by the way. And I'm so sorry I was an asshole, but they come over and they're like, Hey, yeah. So everything went really well, but we're going to need a form of payment. Cause we need to uh, have you pay for some sort of fucking pill. I don't know what the fuck it was. And my first thing was like, fuck no, right? Because my mom was like going to her wallet. And I was like, mom, no. I was like, for one, I don't know where the fuck my wallet is. And for two, like, I'm a fucking like active duty soldier. Like my shit's supposed to be free. So my mom's like, no, I got it. And then like the nurses are like, well, you know, we can't really do anything until we get the payment. And I'm like, fuck no. Like literally all I could say was fuck no. Like I... I couldn't say like, how much is the payment? What's going on? Like, whatever. I was just like, fuck no. So my mom's like, I got it. And then I was like, mom, no. Right. So I'm like, fuck no. And then no. And then a couple of nurses come over and they're like, it's $6, but we covered it. And I was like, fuck, that's like not what I wanted. Right. I didn't want like the wonderful nursing staff to cover my $6 pill, whatever the fuck it was. I just wanted things to work out the way they're supposed to. Right. So speaking of things that don't work out the way that they're supposed to, I think is the perfect fucking segue. Okay. So my surgery went really well. I'm a little bit more damaged than they thought. So it's probably going to take a little bit longer for me to fully recover. Scrappy's still there, but um, the labrum tear in my hip has been um, uh, fixed, right? They did like a little micro tears within my bones. It's like kind of cool, kind of sci-fi, but I'm in pretty good shape. I'm on crutches. Anyway, so going back to the way things don't work out the way that you think they're going to work out, I think it's a great segue because... Okay, so in this episode, I want to talk about um, one of my first dates. Um, I'm going to talk about first date number eight. So this is like a way back one. This is like one of my first dates. This is one of the first dates that in hindsight, 
I probably shouldn't have been on the date, but fuck it, right? You need to start somewhere, right? For two, I really shouldn't have been there. Um, and then I also just want to talk about the way you don't think things are going to work out, right? So I'm going to give you guys an update on number 69. Um, things are going incredibly well. So fucking well, actually. Um, it's, um, I don't want to say life-changing because that sounds like a terrible cliche, but it kind of is life-changing. It's been significant and awesome and um, there's so many fucking things about this man that I love and, um, it's exciting. So I'll, I'll share more as time goes on. Um, but anyway, so once again, it's not the way I thought things would work out. Right. So, um, ah, oh, okay. So as you guys know, uh, so 69 and I, you know, had that awesome, like first date on Christmas. Right. And, um, things went really well. It was like a great weekend. Um, we've been in each other's lives every day over text and phone call, audio message, whatever, since October 19th. Right. So, and we knew each other for, you know, uh, 10 years on Facebook. We just hadn't met in person. Right. Cause we had mutual friends, CrossFit, everything. Right. Okay, so things went really well in December. Um, we saw each other like a, a weekend after that. I actually talked about it last episode. Um, and it was uh, the one in January um, where uh, we took our first photo together, right? The first selfie. And it was like cool as shit. And it was awesome. And I'm really glad that, you know, we had that moment, even though I handled it poorly because <laughs> I'm immature. But um, it was awesome. So it's a cute photo. I love the photo. And um, we have since seen each other um, at least once a month, you know, ever since, you know, um, December. So, right. It's pretty fucking awesome because it's May. We're about to see each other again. Right. Um, this will be weekend number seven since, you know, the Christmas, which I think is awesome. I think we're lucky and we're making it work and it's fucking awesome. Anyway. So going back to the way things don't work out the way you think, you think they're going to work out. Right. Okay. So, um, we have, like, as I said, we've been in each other's lives every day since, you know, October 19th. And it's been awesome. Like a big chunk of my day every day is, uh, revolving around him and his life and me and my life. And we just share our lives together. Right. Which I think is really cool. Cause we, you know, obviously live in different States. We have different lives, but it's really cool to like met, you know, like to mesh your lives together. Right. At least for me, I think it's cool as shit. And we get along really well. We've had a couple of fights, but nothing crazy. And the fights have been small. They don't last long. Nobody raises their voice. It's just basically like, I need, uh, I'm like, pretty pretty angry my my phrase is big mad I'm big mad so I, I just need like you know a few minutes to like retreat and you know I'll reach out to you in a minute when I've come right that's pretty much been the, the arguments that we've had and it's been awesome because um our personalities mesh so well right okay so like I said everything was going really great you know we had that great you know first meet uh everything went really well and um we had the great, you know, selfie first photo and, you know, things are progressing. Right. And it was like one of those things where he's really sweet and romantic and he's really generous in so many ways. And one of the conversations we had, especially early on, um, we used to have conversations like literally on the phone for like three, four hours every night. It's like awesome as shit. Anyway, one of those conversations I was having to drink, he was having to drink, you know, we were laughing, talking about whatever, just BSing about our days and stuff. And then uh, he said something really sweet and it was, I'm paraphrasing, I'm in college right now, by the way, and I have to update you guys on that as well. But anyway, um, so I'm in a writing class, which is fucking torture. But anyway, so I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said something like, you know, I haven't been on a dating app for a while. You haven't been on a dating app for a while. He was like, I know what my intentions are. He was like, I know where I want things to go, right? So he was just like, you know, wh why don't we consider, um, you know, a relationship together? Like, we, we really need to discuss this at some point. And I was like, oh, I don't know. So I kind of brushed it off. I had a drink. He was a drink. Fine. You know, whatever. Um, we didn't really get, get, like, we didn't really go anywhere with that conversation that day. So anyways, it was fine. So a couple, a couple of nights later, 
a similar position, long phone call. I had a drink, he had a drink. We were laughing, ah, ha, ha, whatever. And then out of the blue, he was like, okay, paraphrasing again, my professor would be happy. He was like, hey, so I thought this was so cute, by the way. He was like, so, you know, when you're buying a car and the salesman's like, hey, so what do I need to do to get you into this car today? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I just bought my Jeep in September. And he's like, okay, yeah, so what do I need to do to make this relationship happen? Like, what do I need to do? What do I need to say? Like, you know, I I want this, you know, to be just you and me exclusively. And I was like, fuck. And he was really quiet. And I was really quiet. (laughs) And it was one of those moments where I was like, Tracy, fucking say something, right? But I was so like... Well, for one, I'm immature, which no secret, but also I was like, I, I want to be in a relationship, but I don't want to be in a relationship because I'm also kind of like, this is unexpected. Like things are awesome. Like, uh, I'm really happy with him. He makes me really happy. Like, I feel like, um, he enhances my life. I hope to hell I enhance his life. Um, you know, I'm 50, like, I don't want to date anybody else. I'm not on an app. He's not an app. So like, why not? But I was really nervous. Right. So my silence made it worse. Right. So he was really quiet. I was really quiet. And he's of course a really nice guy. And he was just like, well, okay. And (laughs) we didn't talk about it. Right. And then I felt bad. And then the whole fucking next day, uh, I mean, we continued our conversation. We weren't in an argument or anything. I just didn't really answer. You know, I didn't, I literally said nothing. Right. And everybody always says no answer is an answer. Sometimes no answer is like, give me a fucking minute. Right. To process. So very next day, you know, I have, I have, uh, two male friends. Um, one of them hands down will be my best friend till the day we die. Um, the other one hopefully will as well, but I know for sure that this man will be my best friend till the day we die. Anyway, um, I call him, right? And he's just like, what's up? Kind of thing, whatever. And I was just like, you know, when you have a minute, because he worked from home, you know, telemarketing, COVID, all that bullshit. He was like, so I was like, when you have a minute, I really need to talk to you. So he's like, okay, cool, whatever. Give me a few minutes, whatever. So he calls me back. I'll call him back. Doesn't matter. And I was like, okay, this is what happened. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know. And he was just like, he's a good guy. And I'm like, I know. And he's just like, Tracy, you've never told me anything about this guy that leads me to believe that he's not a good guy. And I was like, I fucking know. And he's like, Tracy, you're fucking blowing this. And I was like, I know. And he was like, Tracy, I'm like, I know, I fucking know. Like, for one, I know my name. And then for two, I fucking know that I'm fucking this up, but I'm really nervous. I was just like, I've been married and divorced three times. This is kind of like a big fucking deal. Like, you know, and then, you know, my friend is like, Tracy, you're fucking it up. Stop being a fuck up. He was like, you need to like hang up with me, right? You need to call that man, you know? And then he was like, and you need to tell him that you're sorry, you're an idiot and you're sorry, you're immature and you're sorry, you're who you are, (laughs) but you want to be exclusively who you are with him only. And I was just like, uh, I know. Right. So sometimes, I'm brave. Sometimes I'm not. And it's interesting to me because, you know, I've been in the army for a while, right? I'm going on 13 and a half, 14 years, right? Um, but in some, a couple scary, you know, scenarios in the army, um, you know, Iraq, whatever. And I mean, as far as like bravery, I mean, fuck, like I will go charging into whatever to save myself or save, you know, a stranger, child, what have you. Like physically, I will fucking run into gunfire. I mean, I, you know, I'm deaf because I, I did a couple shit around explosions I shouldn't have done, right? So, like, I know that, like, I'm not unbrave for certain things. I'm a fucking coward with my heart and my emotions. So, anyway, so I'm like, so, you know, my friend is like, Tracy, Tracy, you're fucking this up. Call him back, call him back. I know I fucking know, right? So, I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it. I'll call her back, right? So, I'm, like, nervous as shit. It's, like, 11, 12 o'clock, you know. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to have, like, a beer. Like, I'm fucking nervous, right? So, I call him and he answers, you know, from my memory, at least he answers right away. I don't know. I'm like, 
I remember this vividly because I'm in my kitchen and I have like a beer in my hand and um, he's quiet. I'm quiet. It's kind of awkward and I hate awkward. I mean, sometimes awkward's good, but I, at this point, like awkward was bad because I kind of feel like we were on like the that moment it was significant, right? Because like he basically, you know, told me he wanted to be exclusive with me and I said nothing, right? So, and like I said, sometimes, you know, um, silence is just like, I need more time, right? So I was just kind of like, well, yeah. So I was just talking to so-and-so and and, um, he clarified that I'm an idiot and he clarified that I really needed to move quickly and I really needed to call you and to tell you something. And he was like, what? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, because, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't want to be on a dating app, you know, and um, I definitely want to be in a relationship with you. And I really feel like we should go forward. And he was like, what do you mean go forward? And I was like, fuck, I was just like, I know I'm being like, totally not romantic. And it's just not my strength. But I can tell you, without any doubt in my heart, I don't want to date anybody other than you, right? And um, we should make it like a thing, right? <laughs> so of course, paraphrasing again, once again, my professor would be happy. He's really sweet and romantic. And he's like, okay, let's do it. You know, he was like, um, so, okay, we're a couple. And I'm like, awesome, right? And then he's like, okay, so we're both like Facebook, you know, average users. So he's like, do you want to make this Facebook official? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, and he's like, okay. And then we're both like, okay, so uh, let's do it. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, but um, I'm a little nervous because, um, you know, been married and divorced three times like are you sure you want to go public with this and he's like yeah so I'm like okay fuck it right so we both changed our relationship status and that is how I am one of the most like immature people on the planet that's how we ended up in a relationship right so this was January 26th of this year right so we've been Facebook official since January 26th and even though I kind of made like a disaster out of that I'm so happy that it happened because I'm happy and I've been happy since then right so um the relationship's been unexpected but it's been fucking awesome right okay anyway so um so as far as first you know we've had like the first photo right we had the first status change right you know facebook official kind of shit right and then um we've had a first meet with like some of his friends um one couple in particular fucking amazing as shit uh saw them last weekend or the last time that i was in town it was so much fun that went really well it was very seamless so um if things go according to my master plan um then i will have big exciting news um the next time i get around to you know broadcasting and recording and broadcasting a podcast okay so the other thing that um was the way things don't go as you expect okay so first date number eight right it's a little bit of a throwback um number eight right as you know it was on 69 first dates right so um met this guy in an app of course right and it's weird because there was like a so in my day right <laughs> what, six months, seven months ago, um, when I was on dating apps, um, Tinder was my favorite. Um, and then I would say, I would say Bumble was probably my least favorite. And then there was Hinge. And then I did Facebook dating for a little bit. But um, anyway, so my least favorite, I would definitely say would be Bumble. And that's where I met this guy, right? I just don't, I don't know why I don't like Bumble. Yellow is my favorite color. I still don't fucking like the app. I don't know why. Anyway, um, so I met this guy. He's really cute. He's my my type, of course, right? You know, he's got like a beard. He's got tattoos. He like works out. Um, semi-retired. Um, not as old as you would think. <laughs> 
because <laughs> I say semi-retired, but of course he was like in the military. Anyway, he lives uh, about an hour, hour and a half from me. And um, we decided uh, to meet uh, at, a, at a lake that's not too, not too, too far from where I live, just about an hour or so. Anyway, so we went, um, we met at like a, a little dock. He has a boat. Um, and we just like hung out, you know, like we, uh, we, we said we we're going to do fishing, but we really didn't. We did a little bit of day drinking. We bullshitted. It was fun. You know, it was like, it was last summer or the summer before, whatever. It was like fun. It was like a good day. Right. So when we were coming back, um, you know, the conversation was fine. It was mostly about like fishing and sailing and all sorts of shit. Cause I'm not a great sailor. I'm not a great fisherman. In fact, I want to learn how to fish and it has not happened. And we talked about it, but it didn't happen that fucking day either. Um, I have still have that amazing fucking brand new fishing pole, but that's a whole nother story anyway so it was like it was a good you know morning afternoonish right you know like we hung out decent weather it was fun you know a couple drinks you know love day drinking and um we decided to go back to like a local harbor restaurant right so it was really cool you know like we, we take the little boat back you know we park at the little harbor um and we have like lunch i don't know late lunch early dinner right so the conversation was was okay it was a good day I, you know the reason i think or the reason i say it's unexpected and i think of this one is because um, it was, it was like, okay enough. Right. You know, the guy was cute. He was funny ish. Yeah. I'm, I'm of course way fucking funnier. Um, but you know, a lot of the conversation, you know, like I, I said, I was talking about, it was like sailing and fishing and the whole bit or whatever. It was interesting because he talked about his mom a lot and I love my fucking mother more than anybody on the fucking planet. So I'm okay with that. But what was weird was the only other thing he really talked about was working out, which is fine. The guy's in great shape. So I totally get that. I mean, whatever. I, I wasn't working out at that point um, as much as I should have. This was about, this was before I started having pain with Scrappy and um, my hip and my labrum tear or whatever. But I just wasn't working out that much at that point. You know, I was like a recruiter, COVID, stressed out, whatever. Right. Anyway. So we go to the, we go to this like, uh, you know, restaurant, like I talked about, like on the harbor, we sit down, we order drinks or whatever. I order my fish, he orders whatever the fuck he ordered. And then we're talking. And then as I said, he keeps talking about his mom. And it's kind of, it's interesting to me, because I'm just kind of like, well, at least he's not talking about an ex, because that's weird, right? You don't want to be, you know, sitting down across the table from somebody or next to somebody at a table booth, whatever, and they're talking about their ex, because it makes you wonder, like, if you're, okay, if you're talking about your ex so much, why the fuck are you here with me, right? Anyway, but whatever. So it wasn't that kind of vibe, but it was a weird vibe, right? So he kept talking about his mom. Anyway, so, you know, I was eating my fish or whatever. It was okay. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> My drinks were better than my fish. But anyway, so we're talking. He keeps talking about his mom. And I'm like nodding, but also in my head, like, what the fuck? Like, is, is what I'm thinking, right? So then he pulls out his phone. It's an Android. So I make a joke about green bubbles, ha ha laughing or whatever. Or at least I'm laughing. And then he was just like, yeah, so um, here's my mom. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what? You know, and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to FaceTime her real quick because I told her I was going to meet you. And I was like, what the fuck? Right? This is like a first date. And I'm like, why the fuck do I want to meet your mom? And why the fuck do I want to meet her unexpectedly? And holy fuck, the phone is ringing, right? So it was one of those moments where I'm like, this is not what I was expecting, right? I was not expecting the day to go this way. And of course, I look like shit. I'd been like on the fucking lake, like my face is all red. I mean, I have like ro rosacea anyway, my fucking cheeks. So I'm like all fucking red. I'm all sweaty. The little bit of makeup I had's fucking gone, right? I was like, what the fuck? Like, so... Anyway, so the phone's ringing. I'm like, holy fuck, I look like shit. I probably smelled. Not that it didn't matter because it's FaceTime. She can't smell me, but holy fuck, right? So he's like, hi, mom. And oh, yeah. So <laughs> it was awkward as fuck. I do appreciate the fact that he was so open with... um 
who he was going on a date with that he felt it was okay to call his mom. But I, it was weird to me. It was socially awkward and I didn't like it. And I'm socially awkward. And for me, it was just too much. Anyway, so it was unexpected and I thought it was worth sharing. And that was uh, first date number eight. Um, we talked a little bit after that, but I never saw him again. And it was, I think it was mutual. Uh, I don't know how his mom felt about me. I mean, she seemed nice enough, but not that it matters, but anyway. All right, guys. So I feel like I have rambled enough, right? Um, but I definitely want you guys to know that I am always here, whether I'm on the air or not. You can always find me on social media. If you need anything, you know where to fucking find me. Um, I will always be here for you guys. Okay. So wish me luck because I'm planning something kind of cool and I will talk to you soon. All right. So take care of each other and